Welcome to the Minority Trailblazer Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg EOD, Culture Change Agent. On this show, you interview young, successful minorities in a variety of fields to educate, empower, and inspire our current and future generation of leaders. And today, man, like, it's, it's, it's been full circle moments. This whole season seven, it's kind of like been like a, a victory lap in a sense, man, to see um, just even like the last couple episodes, seeing people that we reached out to many years ago and being able to get them on a show. And this interview, man, is really important to me as a, as a brother, man, because like this man is just the epitome of just like a lot of stuff, right? And we have our history, man, but it's really, it's always, it's, it's been good to see his growth. Hopefully it's been good to see my growth, man. Absolutely. And um, Absolutely. I'm really excited, really just dig deep into just uh, a lot of stuff. We just gonna rap, man. So um, Minority Trouble as a Nation, I'm not gonna read a bio because he can introduce himself. And I'm really excited to introduce my brother, my dog, my OG, Mr. Hercules Conway to the Minority Trouble as a Podcast, man. Hey, thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate that, in- that uh, intro. I appreciate the energy and uh, thank you for having me, uh, my man. But, uh, but like Greg said, my name is Hercules Conway II. I'm CEO and founder of Next Level Lifestyle and Entertainment Group. We've been doing events since 2005. We started as a small uh, little company that did uh, college parties and we've uh, progressed and we've transitioned and we've grown into a company that does events from Miami to New York City. Uh, we take minority groups all over the world, different continents, mm-hmm. different countries, and uh, here we are today, getting <laughs> interviewed by yours truly. <laughs> yeah, man. So let's start the show off. Every quote uh, we asked our guests to start, start it off with either a quote or a mantra they live by and a story about how they apply that quote or mantra to their everyday life. Mm. Ooh, you coming out here just, <laughs> it, it just, just, just hitting me early. Um, I would say uh, I'm going to keep it very simple because, you know, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. But it's just live life to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say live life to the fullest, you know, do everything to the best of your ability. Um, exude positive energy. Mm-hmm. If there's something you want to do, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have loved ones or people you care about, tell them that you love them. Mm-hmm. Tell them that you value them. And uh, it's just that simple. You know, I feel like if you do the simple things right, uh, you'll go where you need to go in life. Mm-hmm. 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 What's the last story that you really applied that? Like last moment, rather. And I know it's an eternal everyday moment, but I don't know. I mean, I would just say just what we do every day, you know, I mean, to be honest, just in these times and with what I do for a living, um, I've been focused just mainly on family. Yeah. So, you know, my wife wants to. To do something, we do Mm -hmm. it. You know, if my son wants to do something, we do it. I mean, my son is just taking a liking to tennis Mm -hmm. lately. I can sit here and tell you if it you know, if there was no COVID, we ain't going to be on no tennis court. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but now, you know, this is something that, you know, my oldest wants to do. You know, he wants to do it. I have the time for him and we get out there and we do it. And guess what? If dad doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Dad's going to learn. Dad's yeah. going to go get on that YouTube. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we're going to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm. So now, specifically speaking out of time that we're in right now, man, how, like, how, how have you adapted your business, man? Because, I mean, shoot. This is I mean, COVID. People really can't come together, right. and some people are. But it's kind of like it's it's a lot, man. It's it's a fine line because you you don't know if you're offering a service to someone because you know people need to be around yeah. you know other people. 
but you don't know if you're being irresponsible uh-huh. uh, as well. So it's a fine line. You know, when it comes to the next level, we've decided to really fall back because all this is new territory. Yeah. And we have a responsibility to uh, take this thing serious. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've been around, you know, 15 years uh, and we have families, mm-hmm. you know, at home. So, you know, by no means we don't want to be a part of anything that, you know, not to say you can avoid things that are bad looks, but mm-hmm. once again, this is uncharted yeah. territory. But to get to your question on how things are with the business, I mean, we've really just had to re-strategize, refocus. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that we had scheduled for 2020, we really just had to push everything back into yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. And still, even when you push things back to 2021, there's still a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. because you don't know when you don't know what the temperature in the room's going to be after this election. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we truly don't know when we're going to get a cure for this thing. And you don't know what the attitude is going to be of the people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. even if there is a vaccine. Now do you have the argument, do people want to take it? Mm-hmm. Do people still want to be around large groups of people? Yeah. When April or May 2021 comes, do people still want to get on an airplane and fly to Egypt in which they're going to be on an airplane for seven to 10 hours? You know what yeah. I'm saying? So there, there's a lot of uncertainty, but. All you can do is plan. Um, you know, what we have started to do as a company, mm-hmm. you know, we've had a plan A, yeah. a plan B, uh-huh. a plan C, <laughs> yeah. and a plan D. And uh-huh. that's really all you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, we can never get frustrated in the moment because uh, getting frustrated, that's not going to do anything but make you lose your focus. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember every other entrepreneur is going through the same thing you're going through. Yeah. You know, none of us are going through these things on our own. Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot of us winning in times like this. So what you have to do is pivot and focus mm-hmm. and do your best to be prepared. Mm. And how do you, I mean, cause now, I mean, you got two kids, mm-hmm. you got a wife, um, you're the, the rock of the family. You've been a rock for 15 years. And now it's like, we have the pandemic going on. Like it's real people are dying. Yeah. Then you have mm-hmm. what's going on in the culture. Mm-hmm. Real people are dying. Yeah. And then even outside the culture, this in life, like people are just passing away and the, there's a lot of toxic energy with politics. So how do you stay sane and stay? And then even business like, okay, you're reallocating things, but it's, it's, it's take step back. So how do you as a man, man, how have you been able to just mentally stay on the positive kill, stay balanced when there's so many moving things. And you know, you got kids that look up to you, you got mm-hmm. your wife looking at you, mm-hmm. you got people that, students that you're like, so it, it, for some it could be a lot. Okay, so two things here. Uh, one, let's start with the family. Yeah. Uh, your responsibility as the head of your household is to make sure you have your stuff together. Yeah. You be there for your family. And you know, I'm in a situation where I'm, I'm raising two black boys. Yeah. So they need to learn the lessons from me, mm-hmm. okay? Because if they don't learn the lessons from you, mm-hmm. they're gonna learn them elsewhere. And you wanna make sure they're getting the right they're information. they're gonna learn some lessons. Right. And what you have to do is you have to break these, thing, break these things down to where a nine-year-old and a five-year-old can mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. in their nine-year-old and five-year-old brains. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some things that you do wanna shield your children from, mm-hmm. but you don't wanna shield them from things going on out there to where you're, you're crippling them mm-hmm. later. So my nine-year-old in particular, you know, I have CNN on mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the news on all the time. So there may be things that he may be 
there's maybe information he may be get that that he may get that I wasn't ready for him yeah. to get. But guess what? Now I got to explain it. It's a conversation. So it's a conversation. And what you do is you have that conversation and you break it down to where he can understand it mm-hmm. as a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. So the second part of your question, how do, how do I keep myself sane? Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked on many occasions and we talk about the, the power and you hear it just on, you know, just podcasts and just communications all the time. The power of your circle. Mm-hmm. Um, in times like these, mm-hmm. people like me and you, we have to have good people around us, like-minded people around us. Because, you know, even your strongest individuals, individuals can get tired, yeah. <laughs> can get frustrated, you know. But when you have a solid uh, support system, mm-hmm. you know, men like you that are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. uh, men like you that have kids, men like you that run businesses, because I know what, what we do, mm-hmm. you know, we, we run in packs, yeah. you know, even <laughs> even if we're not in the same industry, mm-hmm. we're still around like minded individuals. Yeah. So, you know, whenever the weight of the world gets heavy, mm-hmm. you, you you lean on a brother or, mm-hmm. or, you, or you lean on on someone, someone that you can depend on to, to encourage you. Mm. So 15 years in the game, right? Mm hmm. How how have you. Hurt, grown over this time, over this last few. That's a wide question. I want you to kind of like from when you when you first started. Cause I didn't. I don't, I don't remember when you first started, right? <laughs> it, it, and then to to now, man. Like if you had to layer it, let's say let's say four ways. Four ways that you feel like, man, like if you see yourself growing, if you look back, like damn, like young Hurt, and then mid middle, and then now, and then boom. Mm. You be laying it on with these yeah. questions, bro. <laughs> you be giving me a lot to think about yeah. here. And I like it. Um, okay, so you want me to go personal first yeah. or just however you want, man. Okay. Have a spirit. So I'd say personally, doing events for 15 years, I would say I'm way more open-minded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like just I feel like my energy's always been good, but mm-hmm. it's just it, it, it's really really good. I'm, I'm in a privilege. I feel yeah. I'm in a privileged situation because even when I started doing events, it's weird because when I started doing events 15 years ago, mm-hmm. of course, I'm around people my age, younger people, and I was around a bunch of older people, Yeah, which really, they kind of gave me the trailer mm-hmm. to how life was going to be mm-hmm. yeah. later. Okay. You know, you, you move, you know, 15 years later, you get to meet all these special people, mm-hmm. all these people from just different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I have forged friendships with people that I feel I never would have forged friendship with. Mm-hmm. And it's just all through the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Um, because one thing with entertainment, it's one of them fields to where people in different fields mm-hmm. all frequent your business. Yeah, You know, I can have a, a, a day event, yeah. and I have a nurse in the building. Yeah, I have an assistant principal in the building, and I have a bank teller, uh-huh. all in the same building. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And you have different people. I mean, you got people from D.C. Mm-hmm. You got people from Tallahassee. Yeah, you got people from Dallas. You have gay people. You have straight people, mm-hmm. and it's literally all these people in one building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you meet all these people in different fields and in different religions. Mm-hmm. You know, when when the turn down, you know, when the, when the turn up 
you know, when, when the party is turned down yeah. and you run into these people, you know, you get to have really good conversations with these people, even when you travel with them, you know, yep. sometimes, you know, when, when, when we're traveling, you know, you get to sit next to someone, you know, on on the uh, the, the tour bus when we're going from one excursion to another mm-hmm. and you really get to sit down and have in debt conversations mm-hmm. with people and you get their perspective on lives and they really open your mind up, mm-hmm. you know, to just, you know just possibilities and just things and information that you never would have got. Mm -hmm. And, you know, here we are 15 years later, you know, the same way people had kind of gave me the trailer on how life was going to be. Now I'm that guy, you know, when I have a 21 year old intern, Uh it's my, it's my job as their OG to give them the trailer now on what they can expect, you Mm -hmm. know, in life. Um, So I'd say that's how, I've grown a lot personally, you mm-hmm. know, and that's not even to mention, you know, just being married and, yeah. and having kids. <laughs> and I have old interns from 10 years ago yeah. who I remember them working for me and now they're married yeah. with, with kids. So it's like, it's like the relationships are the same, but just the content of the conversation is different. Yeah, far different. You see what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, they're just like extended family members at this point. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Question number one. Yeah. Just then, from, from, from a personal. Yeah. And then now it's the, the fun part, the business. Um, the business, I will tell you, the business isn't, it's not always fun. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of tough lessons uh, when it comes to the business from how to do it, how to set up your contracts, what venues you should work with, what organizations you should work with. Um, who are you marketing, you know, these events to? Mm-hmm. When's the best times of the year yeah. to, to, to do events? Uh-huh. You know, where are the best locations, you know, yeah. to do events, you know, throughout the year? Um, you know, with what we do with events, mm-hmm. you always want to pride yourself on not making the same mistake twice. Yeah. Because in business, and you know this, yeah. when you make a mistake, yeah. they're, they're, they're very painful mistakes. Very. Because it can be painful financially, but there's also mistakes you can't afford to make. Mm. Keep in mind, in the nightlife scene, one of the number one priorities is safety. Yeah. Okay. I'm blessed and I'm just, I'm blessed enough to say in 15 years of next level doing events, there's never been any loss of life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's never been any types of shoot, shootings and you know, I, I even hate to bring those type of things up yeah. when it comes to my company. But fortunately enough for us, that has never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, coming down to business yeah. in the nightlife scene, there's certain mistakes yeah. where they're very hard to come back from. Yeah. You know, if something like that happens. So uh, when it comes to business, just one thing I've learned throughout. When you make a mistake, you know, when you have that first scuffle yeah. at your party. Yeah. You got to do something different. And a lot of times, right. And, 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 and a lot of times there, a lot of times there's true. There's, there's nothing you can do about little yeah. squabbles yeah. here and there, but you just got to make sure those things are contained and you just always got to learn. There was a time back in the day where next level didn't use um, bicycle racks for line control. Mm-hmm. We had a party. This was in 2008, man. We had a, a white party in 2008 mm-hmm. and, uh, it was one of them things in 2008, we got big really quickly. Yeah. We went from being like, uh, I don't want to say like 
kind of just another company uh-huh. to boom, it got real crazy. So there was what, 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 not as sure as they know what, what, what changed. Just the energy to y'all, just the energy to people that was in the company? It, it, it might have just been the energy of, of the people. It might have just been that event. It was just one of them things where the stars aligned. Yeah. You know, in life, just sometimes the stars align. Mm-hmm. So it's, you got the right venue, you're doing it the right time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the tickets mm-hmm. look good and people are liking it because they're putting it on social media. The five-day forecast comes and the weather's perfect. You know how yeah. it is, just yeah. when the weather's going to be yeah. perfect. Uh-huh. It could be something else where nothing else is going on in the city, yeah, so you have no competition. Like when I say all the stars aligned, yeah. all the stars aligned, uh-huh. okay? And that was kind of like the theme for 2008. Uh-huh. When I say we were just, it was just literally like hitting the lottery. Yeah, literally. Just imagine hitting the lottery three times in a year. So we hit the lottery several times. Uh-huh. This one particular event, it was something crazy. Like we might've had maybe like 2,500 people come. In Music City? Yes. That's, that's when, and that's listen, the gift that keeps 2,500 people, no bicycle, no, no bicycle racks. And uh-huh. for the people at home that don't know what racks are used for, they're used for line control. Mm-hmm. So if you have 2,500 people, I mean, just imagine having a party with 300 people mm-hmm. and you have no line configuration. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to be a, it's going to be a cluster. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an inconvenience and you're going to look wildly unorganized. Yeah. And that's what we did. We looked wildly unorganized. I remember that. That was a whole. Oh, man. Social media, luckily, wasn't popping. There was a lot. That, yes. was, that was a lot yeah, to man. that. Yeah, but. yeah. So it's one of the memories. I look back at it now and I chuckle now. It wasn't a. It wasn't funny then. Uh-huh. You, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> but we would have been foolish to make that same mistake mm. twice. Mm. Um, so and that's just that's just one example of just not making the same mistakes over and, you know, just growing and not just learning from your mistakes, but learning from other people's mistakes, too. Because, you know, in this field, I've always been the type of guy to where, you know, I've never disliked other people that have done parties or, or, or do events the same way you want them to come to your events. Mm-hmm. We would go to their events. Mm-hmm. And when I go to their events, I would literally go there as a customer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd always appreciate the hospitality I get from people, but I would look at it as a customer. And sometimes I could go to someone else's event mm-hmm. and learn what to do or learn what not to do. As mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure my competitors have, have done yeah, with me. Of course. Um, so, yeah. Did no, I answer? No, that, that answer. You know I ramble sometimes. No, that, that answer it, man. So let's 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 take a step back, man. Like, what's your background, your origin story? Because I mean, I to be honest, like growing growing up and then coming to AMT, you always like a myth. It was like her, it was like, because first of it was Newt. Newt was a front guy. Shout mm. out to Newt, man. Shout mm. out to Newt. And then Hurt. Boom, we had next level, but no backstory. And I didn't know, but even bros, nobody, nobody, nobody knew anything. It's like you, a guy that came out that was young and bald and looked older than what he was, and no backstory. You were like the weekend. Like the dude, like remember when the weekend first came out, you didn't see his face, you all heard his tunes. But what is for what you can want to share? Like, what is the backstory? Like, where do you come from? And in the name of Hercules, like yeah, bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, like it's just it's okay. just a myth. <laughs> all right. Well, number one, let me let me say yeah. this for those that don't know me. Hercules is my real government name. <laughs> my parents actually named me Hercules. Man, there's been people I've known for three or four years, and it could just be a random conversation. And someone's like, Hercules is your real name. And I'm like, yeah. It, it is <laughs> my real Andy's. name, yes. So uh Yes, Hercules is my real name. I'm from Jacksonville, North Carolina. Wow. Uh, went to White Oak High School. 
And um, that school at the time was predominantly, predominantly white high school. Mm -hmm. But uh, I had a very good friend there, one of my best friends. His name's Jason Keith. Mm -hmm. His mother was a teacher mm -hmm. at our high school, and mm -hmm. she was an Aggie. Mm -hmm. And uh, what she would do is she would make sure, because, you know, a lot of times the colleges would come to your high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd have Carolina come. You had ECU uh -huh. come, Elon. You'd have all these schools come. For some reason, at that time, not a lot of HBCUs came. Yeah. But Jason's mom, Miss Key, shout out to Miss Key. Yeah, shout out to Jason Key. Yes, so I gotta man. get him on the pod. A legend. Yes. Sure. Uh -huh. But uh, Miss Keith, man, she would she would see all the the young kings and queens, and you know she would support you on your decision. But she would always plant the seed mm -hmm. to at least look into an HBCU mm -hmm. and give it a consideration. Yep. And, that, and that, that was her thing. You can go where you want. Because she was just proud that you was going to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was her thing just as an educator. And we had but, GPA, um, you were, uh, on paper, a smart kid. That's mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was always smart. I come from a military uh, military family. Yeah. Do you um, have brothers and sisters? I have one younger brother. Okay. Complete, completely different. <laughs> Same like if, mine. If he walked into a room, you, <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't. I think we came from the same mom and dad, but yeah. uh, anyway, that's for another, that yeah. story's for another day. Yeah. But, um, but anyways, long story short, I took that consideration mm -hmm. uh, in account and ended up choosing North Carolina a and mm -hmm. uh, Came here, bounced around with my majors mm -hmm. for a little while, like, yeah. you know, other people do, just trying to find my way like everyone yeah. else. Mm -hmm. um, and I ended up graduating uh, in psychology. Oh, let me go back. Ended up pledging. Yeah, yeah. Into uh, <laughs> the Bet line period chapter. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. <laughs> so, fraternity uh, incorporated. Yeah, so definitely made that stuff. And you know, I feel like for the most part, I was I was a well-rounded, mm -hmm. you know, student. Uh, you a psychology major? I was a psychology major. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. You, so you didn't take no business classes? I did as okay. electives, yeah, but yeah. Um, I never majored in uh, never majored in business. But I ended up uh, getting my degree in psychology. And went to grad school for counseling. Mm -hmm. So wow. while I'm, in, but keep in mind, I didn't finish yeah. graduate school. Uh, the trajectory of next level just really started to go up. And it literally got to a point to where I had to, at least in my heart, I felt I had to choose. Mm -hmm. I either needed to put my all into next level mm -hmm. or I needed to put next level kind of like on a pause. Because mm -hmm. next level, it was just getting so busy mm -hmm. to where I couldn't. Excuse my language, but I just I couldn't half-ass it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either I needed to finish this degree, yeah, or I needed to put it all into next level. Mm -hmm. And you see, I chose the latter. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time when I started next level, yeah, how did it start? Was it okay. a conversation? So no, no, no. I know there was other groups probably around. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Um, at the time, uh, one of my line brothers, uh, he had a real, real popping company. Uh, by the name of Kinetic Group. Shout out yeah. to Kinetic Group. But yeah. they were they were popping, man. There was one summer, like when I say the summer was theirs, yeah. the, su the summer oh, yeah. was Some theirs. Talking about the OG Kent, yeah. Kent right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, so, you know, just a lot. And there was other, there was other companies out there, you know, doing their thing. Um, but at the time, you know, I really feel like there was a void when it came to nightlife. Yeah. Um, a lot of promoters and just no one in general, but a lot of promoters had a habit of using like the same venues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, over and over and over again. Um, me, what I want to do is 
try to find some of these venues mm -hmm. that people didn't use like that mm -hmm. to get a certain type of clientele mm -hmm. to come out, to give people something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. I wanted to create some type of events to where people put it on their calendar, create some events where people want to go shopping mm -hmm. for that new outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really wanted to try to reach out to a group of people that didn't go out every weekend, mm -hmm. you know, and really try to create like an experience. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times when you go out uh, so frequently mm -hmm. and you see the same people over and over and over again and you're at the same spot yeah. over and over again, <laughs> yeah. it's truly not an experience anymore. Yeah. And to, to create an experience, I don't really feel like there's much you have to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I just think you need to put a lot of thought into and to me, it's not rocket science either. Mm -hmm. You just need to put a lot of thought into, you know, the when, the where and, and, and the what. Mm -hmm. So. The very first event we did, it was so crazy, man. It's kind of cheesy when I think about it. But uh, we did a party at the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I like it, it was it was lit though. It, it was it was lit because just no one was really doing anything yeah. like that, and it was just different. Everyone was doing the, the everyone was doing the club thing, and you know we just mixed it up and just did something a little different at the bowling alley at the bowling, bowling alley you know, dancing at the bowling alley dancing at the bowling alley. So you literally had the option. What was the of, name of the, call, the party? This sounds bad. I don't even remember the, the name uh -huh. of the party. But uh, but what we would do is we would get, you know, just special people. Yeah. Really plugged in people and ask them to be ambassadors of our party. And mm -hmm. at the time, um, you know, one of our bros, uh, he was Mr. Aggie at the time. I'm talking about uh, Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the legends. The yes, Green legends. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he actually was kind of like the ambassador for the party. It was almost like a party for him. Yeah, he's, you know. at the time, he was the most popular kid. That's yes, absolutely, bro, absolutely. That, yeah. And, um, and yeah, so, you know, he was the ambassador, you know, he helped us, you know, with his influence. Yeah. Because when we first started, I really wasn't like a big numbers guy when it came to the party. Uh -huh. I wanted certain people in the party. Mm -hmm. And we even, even when I put Next Level together, it was a, it was almost like a street team, mm -hmm. but the street team, I didn't want to call them a street team. Yeah. I wanted to call them like the next level family, mm -hmm. the ambassadors. And they were handpicked, you know, just people we knew. I mean, we had a couple uh, AKAs, mm -hmm. you know, a couple Deltas, a mm -hmm. um, couple girls from the dance team. Mm -hmm. And these were just highly respected, just highly respected individuals that had good brands mm -hmm. on their own right just by how they carried themselves and what they did on campus mm -hmm. and those are the represent representatives and ambassadors we had mm -hmm. so when they were promoting it's like they're almost just kind of like promoting to their friend they're not promoting to the masses yeah they're literally promoting to their friends mm -hmm. so then when the party pops off mm -hmm. and people start to see pictures and yeah. they're seeing the quality of the people there it's like whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute when's when's the next event yeah and that's kind of how we Evolved. Initially, but question evolved. though, I, I gotta ask how 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 was the energy with you had your line brother had a, a company and y'all line brothers and then you have a company. How did you how did you communicate that at the time? Okay, so a, a little fact that some people don't know is I actually had tried to sell myself to be a part of the company because mm -hmm. I saw the things they were doing mm -hmm. and they were doing great great yeah. things. You yeah. know, I felt I could have added something to it because you know keep in mind i'm outside looking in yeah, yeah and i think anytime you're outside looking in people can see something you don't mm -hmm. see 
You know, I have people suggest things to me all the time in my company. And a lot of times these ideas are very great ideas. Mm -hmm. But these people, they're outside looking in. Mm -hmm. They have another lens. Yeah. And it's up to you to be open-minded. Remember what I talked about, just being open-minded, not assuming you know everything. Mm -hmm. And taking those things in consideration. Are you going to agree with everything that people propose? Mm -hmm. Not all the time. Yeah. But if you're open-minded, you know, they may be able to, you know, drop a gem on you. So going back to that, I try to make a proposal of like, hey, let me come in. This is what I can do. This is what I can add. Mm -hmm. But at the time, you know, they weren't feeling yeah. it, you know. And there was a lot of people in that company. Um, they were young. I'm pretty sure they felt like they had it, you know, kind of covered in. Yeah, and they, it's, you know what I'm saying? Young, the ego's everywhere. You're already yeah. popping. Like, you want to add something, bro? Yeah, we yeah, already, yeah. come on, bro. And, and, and I'll say it wasn't, because I do have a, I have a great relationship with all those brothers. Some of them are still, you know, doing their thing. But uh, it was a lot of them in the company, and there may just have not been enough space yeah. for me, just straight up, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, but, you know, when you want to do something, and your heart is talking to you. And when I say your heart is talking to you, you know, when you're thinking about doing something and you want to do something and the gates are not open. Yeah. But when you go to bed at night, you're thinking about it. Yeah. And when you wake up in the morning, you're thinking about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The next week you're still thinking about it. Yeah. You got to move on, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't think I was secretive when I was, you know, I think it was very well known. I was, I was starting uh -huh. something and I was, I was moving on mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that's just what I did. But there was a conversation yeah. of, Hey, this is what I can add to the table. This is what I can see. And I didn't take it as a slap in the face, you know, when Katz was like, nah, because, you know, at the time I really, I wasn't like the party dude. Yeah. So like out that. of nowhere they slept. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not, this is not, a, a, not anything vengeful, but it was like, okay, well, all right, you can do you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's not a noise until there's noise in the room. And then it's like, hold up, what? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I said, it, it was no, you know, there was no animosity on my side. You know, mm -hmm. I still frequent, you know, I would still frequent other people's events, even mm -hmm. though I was trying to, you know, start my own mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. What was the event when you, after you first started, you had the bowling eye event? What was the event that really, in the on, the on the local scene allowed that people really felt that okay now they're a factor now it was pretty quick there was an event that we did called get downtown okay there was a there was a festival that the city of greensboro was trying to do on their own yeah yeah and what they were trying to do is they were trying to get anti students yeah involved yeah yeah so there was a a gentleman that used to work at uh, ANC, I can't remember his title. His name was Ryan Maltese. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Ryan Maltese had given me this opportunity. He said, hey, you know, this is what, you know, the city's trying to do. You know, you should look into it. And Ryan Maltese was one of the guys, like, when he suggested something, yeah. he wasn't just suggesting anything. So yeah. when he suggests something, he's a you, dude. you go look into it. Because yeah. he's not just talking. He's not just talking. So we went, we talked to him, and uh, what I looked at is the reason why A&T students weren't going out there because the program wasn't, there was no program to have A&T students come out there. So yeah. of course, you know, I came to him with suggestions were like, look, you know, I see you guys got this, this bluegrass band playing, and <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating, they literally had a bluegrass band <laughs> playing. So I'm like, okay, so this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Let's add a step show in here. Mm -hmm. Let's add a fashion show in here. Mm -hmm. 
And these people were cool. They were cool. They, they were very open-minded, like, like mm, that's a brilliant idea. Uh-huh. So we end up doing that. And um, then another opportunity comes. So Singular, the cellular yeah, company. Yeah, Singular Wireless. Yeah, Singular, they were doing like this little tour mm-hmm. with this new artist by the name of Trey Songs. Wow. Okay. okay. And it just so happened that the singular tour was coming to A&T the same day as the festival. Wow. So talking with Ryan, we're like, okay, let's just put all this together. Uh-huh. So instead of Trey Songs going to A&T and performing at A&T, let's just have him do his little, his little session at A&T. And then he performs at the festival downtown uh-huh. on top of the fashion show, oh, wow. on top of... The step show. And this was when Trey Songs was Trey. I mean, Trey, Trey Songs still the guy, but Trey Songs. Nah, was he like, wasn't. No, no, no. Oh, this, this before. This was. This is when Trey Songs still wore wave cap. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, this was. Yeah. Uh, he had a song. His song was a. Uh, uh, just gotta make it. 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 So just gotta make it. That was his joint. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. his joint. That was the breakout. Yeah. Yes, that was the breakout. And, but, and people knew that song. Yeah, of course. So, um, so anyways, you put all that together. Yeah. That's when Next Level really broke out. Because the representatives that I had in the company, uh-huh. that's when we had had the Next Level shirts. Uh-huh. You know, I had like some of my people like on stage helping in the back. Yeah. So when we came in and made a splash, we came in and made a splash. Uh-huh. This was downtown. And keep in mind, you go back 15 years. The black community mm-hmm. really didn't go downtown like that. Mm-hmm. It's not the same downtown yeah. that you know. So mm-hmm. the fact that we were downtown mm-hmm. was crazy. And this was an event that was free. It was almost like a free, because we almost promote it as like a free show and concert. Yeah. So just imagine you're a freshman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or you're just a returning student. You're a sophomore. You're you know, junior or senior. Or you coming back for grad school. Because mm-hmm. this was in august yeah so this is like right when school start when the energy is just crazy you yeah. know how it is like oh in the every first, august hey, hey, boom they got the yeah. internship money yeah, they, it's just the yeah, energy man. is ready to go out you yeah, see your people in a so, while so once again remember what we talked about the stars just aligned yeah so this was a free concert downtown because the city had paid for everything uh-huh. and even when trey songs came singular had paid for it it was a tour like he was like i know they paid him but we didn't have to uh-huh. Pay him anything. We, perfect. All we had to do was the programming, executing, mm-hmm. and promoting. That's all we had to do. Mm-hmm. I want to say the numbers, it might have been like around 12,000, 13,000 people mm-hmm. that came down. Because keep in mind, it wasn't just A&T students. These were local people. 12, this was 13, UNCG. Thousand. Oh, no, it was crazy. I actually have receipts. I have videos. I'm, I'm going to shoot them to you. Yeah, yeah. Please yeah, do. no, it was... It was put on the B-roll in the joint. That's yes, crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it was crazy, man. It was, it was like around 12, 12 to 13. Wow. But keep in mind, we were still new. People truly didn't know who we were. Uh-huh. I mean, we did yell next level on the microphone like a million times. Yeah. But yeah. still to some people, it's like, okay, yeah. what, what, what is next level? Mm-hmm. But that event went off crazy mm-hmm. it was good it was good experience we even went back and did get down get downtown again mm-hmm. the following year it wasn't as big the next year it might have been like around seven or eight thousand um because what they did is when they did it the first year the way they set up the stage mm-hmm. it was almost like a big mosh pit where it just it looked yeah. crazy you yeah. know everyone likes to be together but the second year they did 
somewhere they separated the uh, stages. Always, and, they, they formatted yeah, differently. Yeah, so they did the formats different, and we didn't have no Trey songs either. That's a big deal. That's the key. You, you see what I'm yeah. saying? So it was just the, um, what am I trying to say? It was just the step show and the fashion show the second year. But we really did a good job of riding the momentum. Mm-hmm. Just and that's a from the connections. We've had the momentum. Mm-hmm. And that's a, and I think that's one thing Next Level has always been good at. They trending, but also the momentum riding the wave. And then year after year, it's crazy. Fits. Most people don't laugh that long. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you something else we did at the beginning. We did weekly parties. Yeah. Wow. I hated weekly parties. Was that you like Rumble Latino days? We I'm never went to Rumble Latina. No, no, it was around the same time. We never did Rumble Latina, but when we would do our weekly parties, we would do them for semester. So a semester, we would do, we did something called Next Level Thursdays. Yep, I remember Thursdays at Toscana's. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But what we would do is every semester, we would change the location uh-huh. so it never got stale. Yeah. Once again, riding the momentum from those festival concerts mm-hmm. and then doing those weeklies helped us build the brand over time because we probably did weekly parties for maybe two and a half, three years. Mm, I didn't realize it that long. Wow. Yeah, man. There was a spot yeah, back in the day line. called Jabs. Oh, oh yeah. Ja- that was a hot, bro. Uh, Showing yeah. up every week. And- every week, man. Every week, man. Oh, Jabs was it, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, the thing, but the thing is, it stayed fresh uh-huh. because we changed locations. Uh-huh. That's one thing that other people didn't do. When they would do a weekly party, they would do a weekly party for a year, year and a half. They would almost do that until they either had to leave or got kicked out or the club had to change directions. We always want to keep it, keep it fresh. And one question I, I have to ask is how, how are y'all able to, as a promotional company, specifically like in Greensboro in general, always be able to do your majority, your own events. Cause that's huge. Cause most promotional companies, there was like seven people on the fly. There was always, it's a, it's a subsidy, but y'all always I've noticed it was just next level. And that's the key it, differentiator. To, right. To me, one, you're truly not building your brand uh-huh. if you're collaborating all the time. Uh-huh. Like, what, what are you building? Mm-hmm. Number two, in my opinion, it's lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, three, it doesn't make financial sense. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm older. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? I know I'm trying to build something, but sometimes you truly don't know what you're trying to build, but you know you're trying to build the name, you're trying to build the brand, and just excessive collaborating. Not that we're we're bigger than collaborating because we've collaborated plenty of times, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the years. But you don't want to collaborate to the point where you're not making sense. Mm-hmm. Just something has to make sense. Either the look has to be crazy good mm-hmm. to where you're going to bank off the look or you need to be making money. Mm-hmm. I'm just never really into just doing something to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and it always doesn't even have to be financial. Mm-hmm. Um, the look either needs to be crazy good. Yeah. Or we need to be financially compensated mm-hmm. for our efforts and, you know, for the energy uh, that, we're, that we're putting out. So that's why we really wasn't big on just collaborating, yeah. collaborating early. Yeah. And I got, man, there's a, there's a couple where's we hit. But I have to, since we're here, we got, we got, we got to navigate it. Because um, I know I came around, came to A&T in 2007, came abroad in 09. And I mean, I never really had... Actually, I've always been an entrepreneur. That's always been on my blood. Yeah. Um, and even, but the thing is, I remember, shoot, I remember to this day, Chris Martin, I'm in the interview. 
I'm in it. I don't know how Rivers to this day forced me to interview at next level, right? And I go and I think that's a sure thing. I thought we was in the mix. I go and then Chris Martin, I'm going a whole interview. I'm suited and dressed up. And then I didn't get in, bruh's getting in. I'm like, dang. So I remember that. And then, you know. I don't even think I remember. Initially, you didn't get in? No, I didn't get in. What? I didn't get in. And then, That's of crazy. course, when I came abroad, I got slid in. But it was like, for a week or two weeks. But I remember. And I remember Chris Martin and all the interview process. And I think Newt was there. I don't know. if he, I think you may have been there. Um, but because that's huge, next level interviews. Everybody, oh, next level interview day. Everybody trying to get in, get okay, in. Okay, and, and, and hold, let me yeah. let's, let's give the people some backstory. Yeah. So, because I feel like we're, I may be jumping all around. Yeah. So, what next level used to do? Next level truly used to model the business practice almost like a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And for the people at home, once again, what next level was and still is, it is a collection of the who's who on prospective campuses. Mm -hmm. So you have everyone from people from DC, people Atlanta, people from Durham, people from New York. You got your Greeks, you got your SGA, you got band folks, you got people that aren't in anything, but they just super cool. Yeah. And that's what Next Level was. It was literally a collection of who's who. So what we would do after a while is every fall, we would have an interest meeting. Mm-hmm. And in these interest meetings, you have the leadership of Next Level. Mm-hmm. And those were typically the presidents, the vice presidents, and the interns. Mm-hmm. And they were interview their peers to mm-hmm. see why they want to be in Next Level. And uh, just make sure we were getting a good group of people. Because typically, when people come into Next Level, you want these members, you want your ambassadors to come into your company and stay there yeah, for the four years. For, for, right. Yeah. You want them to stay there through the term. You want to grow with them. You really want them to, to come into the family and, um, you know, just just give energy and be and be ambassadors and be contributors. Because mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, what we ask our members, we truly feel like we didn't ask a lot. Mm-hmm. We're asking you to bring your reputation. We want you to let the public know about these events that you're going to go to because mm-hmm. typically the people that came in next level were people that didn't go out a lot. Yeah. These were people that were studious on the yard. These were people in leadership positions. These were truly the cool kids. Yeah. I mean, we even had a couple of uh, uh, nerdy guys mm-hmm. and just, you know, I don't want to say corny folks, but they were cool because they handled their business. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And all these people still had their own people that, Follow yeah. them, um, so that's what Greg is yeah. uh, uh, alluding to at these at these uh, interviews at, at these interviews, and then and, and then also let me also say this: people always have to keep in mind that me and Newton, we didn't select people because keep in mind I don't go to school with y'all. Yeah, yeah. I've already graduated, so you have to trust the leadership you put in place. Some people you put them in place, but more people they've earned their leadership spot in your company. Yeah. And they know the brand. Yeah. They know the brand. So. Which they, makes it even right, worse. Right. You so, feel me? Right. So, right. So, <laughs> they, so they bring, they bring the people in. Me and Newt just kind of sit, yeah. sit back. And I will tell you, a lot of times there are good people uh-huh. that fall like, you know, they, you know, they, they just fall through sometimes. And sometimes it can be something like classification. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There can be certain people sometimes, we don't take them strictly because of classification, but they may be good, but they just might not be around long enough. Mm -hmm. If I have someone that's a sophomore, have someone that's a senior, 
and everything looks the same, yeah. we're going to take the sophomore because they're going to be there for three years. And that's just an example. I know that didn't happen in your situation. Yeah. I feel really bad. I don't even think I, I knew that, truly. Yeah, nah, it's because, I mean, and I mean, and I was young at the end of the day, but I think that it kind of contributed to, at the time, the fervor of, oh man, like, shoot, bro, like, for real, like, mm-hmm. I'm, so then we go and it's like, yo, we go in the summer, me and you, like, oh, and just kind of similar, but not similar because the communication gap, it was a huge communication gap between me and you. But in the summer, we like, yo, like, our thing was, even though for some people I look cool, but I've never really been a cool guy. I got my own aesthetic. I just was even Greg. I don't know, man. I mean, nah, I, I, nah, I, I, I think you've been pretty cool, man. I mean, <laughs> cool, but I don't quantify myself because honestly, as a as a as a dark skinned brother growing up, we didn't get love until high school, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't get no love to no looks, no nothing. So then you go. So I always had the underdog mentality. Even you on paper look good, but I always had that. So then you go to um, you're like, man, like we wanted, we saw a lane where y'all had the cool kids, but then there was a there was a lot of the honor roll cats, a lot of the Nesbies, and they were in y'all, but I was like, yo, this a there's another gap. Mm-hmm. I said the service people that that really, like I said, they didn't go to parties at all. If they did, they weren't necessarily deemed, they weren't next level. Next level has yeah. a certain aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shoot, we can do that. And then, I, I mean, to this day, I always think about, man, we talk about it. I think we talked about it briefly one time, but never dividend. What would life look like if we really, myself, really just said, yo, let's build this out in next levels, un- underpinning. And, and the thing is, you know, I would never be against mm-hmm. a brother wanting his own. Mm-hmm. I would never. I always just wanted that communication you know so if someone is in next level Mm -hmm. but they want to branch off and do something else i'm cool with that my big thing is i don't want to uh i don't want to create a competitor yeah but if there's a lane you want to go down why wouldn't you why wouldn't anyone holler at their ogs yeah to to help i got i'd love to be a part of it. I'd love to, you know, sow that seed because next level was comfortable. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And to be honest, we were never truly threatened mm-hmm. by anyone because we just we believed in so much we're doing. But you know, you definitely exuded that <laughs> leadership, that leader. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. there's been multiple people in next level that you know have started their own situation. It might not have been in parties, but you know, there's been a lot of entrepreneurs that come, and there's been a lot of entrepreneurs that have came in the office and. Pick me and Newt's brain, because you know, keep in mind, we don't, we're not know-it-alls with everything. Yeah. But with my people, if there's something I don't know, I can always lead them in a direction or mm-hmm. point them to somebody that, you know, knows that area of expertise. But going back to our situation, you know, literally, I really feel like we could have just blown it up. Like, especially, you know, if you're saying there was something that was missing, uh-huh. we definitely would have got behind it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To where, you know, like I said, we're, we're older. We had those resources. We do venues. There's probably, I don't oh, know. Yeah. To, to me, we just could have done something to where both businesses could have prospered. Just super crazy. And just the lack of communication, at least on my end, that's just what disturbed me. Because you also got to think about it. It's also a livelihood for me, too. Yeah. It's not just fun, fun, cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course, when the business is rolling smooth, fun, fun, cool, cool is part of it, yeah. you know, as well. But, you know, this is primarily a business, you know, and 
you know, people got to know all the time, you know, with any type of business, you got these expenses that just reoccur. Like, you know, I tell youngins all the time, take care of the office. Office ain't free. Yeah. We pay for that every month. Mm-hmm. Utilities, we pay for that every month. All these waters, Gatorades, this, that, mm-hmm. you know, socials, um, paraphernalia yeah, that all, we, you know, costs. just everything costs, you know what I'm saying? We've just always wanted our members to be appreciative of what we do. And we want them to know it. I mean, you got to be so clear of knowing, of letting them know what you expect from them. Mm-hmm. And they need to know what they're getting from next level. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, when a member would come into our company, they would get all the events of the year for free, mm-hmm. not have to pay anything. Mm-hmm. They would get their paraphernalia for free. You can't name an organization on campus where you get free paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Our members don't even have a membership fee. Name an organization on campus where you don't pay a membership fee. Yeah. Outside of mine's when we when we had a rocking. Really? Okay. Yeah. So but y'all y'all always stayed in that in that lane. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy that like um but but here's here's a growing moment, right? So what can we cause the audience guy right now, I think in the community and the culture right now, we do need more people working together. For sure. Um and a lot of times it's very difficult. One, there's a huge gap between like both 18 to 30, and then the 30 to 60, and then the 30 to 35, and it's and even like a because it's like maybe like a four or five year difference between us or something like that. But how can how can the culture, in your opinion, make it easier for people to collaborate and really? And I think it's a humility thing. But what how can we do better with that? Because I think right now it's a time we need we need the guidance from people that's been there. Mm-hmm. We need the energy from people that's young, and we need the the, the stability of people that's been in there again. But a lot of times there's gaps, huge gaps. I would say, uh, once again, just going back to communicate, you, you said some, just some people don't, some people can need some help or want to do something, but they don't want to humble themselves mm-hmm. to come to someone, to, to ask. Um, even if you don't necessarily need something from someone and you just need some information or some guidance, can't be scared to ask, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But then again, it does take two. Me being a because I call myself an OG, mm-hmm. you got to mentor these, these young dudes. You got to be there for these young dudes. You know what I'm saying? You got to give them some options. Mm-hmm. So even if someone came to me and wanted something and I can't particularly do it, it's my job as an OG to give you information mm-hmm. and to give you some options and give you my thoughts. And if you request something from me and I'm not willing to do it, mm-hmm. I need to be open up to say why mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Why this doesn't makes sense mm-hmm. for me because you know throughout the years we've had young dudes all the time that have wanted to collaborate mm-hmm. right let's use the water park for example yeah yeah for, for those that don't know we did water park day party for three years the biggest one we did was six thousand people mm-hmm. we'd have young guys you know after year two they want to get on the water park yeah and i can tell them it, it doesn't make sense for us mm-hmm. like we know we're going to do 5,000 plus people. Mm-hmm. Why would I bring you in on this and give you 20% when it's going to, when we've done all the legwork yeah. from year one, year two, it doesn't make sense. And simply when you tell someone that it makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it does. So how can, so how can it better? Cause I think sometimes when you're younger, some people have baked in humility and some don't. And then sometimes it all can be, it can be sensed that somebody like, it's an ego thing, get sunned or they don't respect you or see you in that value. 
And then that's where it's either you make a decision where you're going to go a different direction or because that's the, that's the gray area of it. Like even even with our situation or just in general, even probably when you first started in the game and there was mm-hmm. other people in the game, you knew who you were. But they they, they was like they they try to put you. You feel me? So no, 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 you, no, you, no, you no I feel you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I feel you. Um, I would say with what I did, I was just what I wanted to do mm-hmm. with people and what I felt I could bring to the table mm-hmm. and what I wanted to do. Like, I was just straightforward and, and honest. Because I knew in my mind, if, if, I just, if I just did something, because I knew if I did something, I was going to do it well. I, just, yeah. I had that confidence in myself. If I do something, I'm going to do it well. And in my mind, I'm thinking, if I don't say anything to this person, yeah. the delivery of it, is going to look jacked up. Yeah, even if, even if that's no, not my yeah. intention, because sometimes it could be a, a situation where you don't, you don't even want to work with someone. You want to do your own thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I don't think anyone should ever ask for permission to do their own thing, but there is a responsibility to let them know, hey, this is what I'm, I'm going to do. How can you, you know, help me? Or how would you direct me? You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not taking their direction, because mm-hmm. I don't believe you never had to ask anyone for permission to do nothing. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? But I do think in these times, mm-hmm. I think mentorship can be essential. Guidance can be essential. I think it's the responsibility of the young dudes to seek counsel. Yeah. And it's the responsibility of the older guys to help the young guys. Mm-hmm. Because I will tell you this, every other culture does it but us. And that's Everyone supports, and I'm someone that has friends all over the spectrum. I went to predominantly elementary, middle school, high school. I'm still friends with a lot of these people on Facebook. I see how some of these people built their businesses. My kids play soccer. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the sideline with yeah. parents, <laughs> yeah. parents from all different races, right? Uh-huh. And of course, you know, if your kids are on the same team, you know, a while throughout the season, you get to know these people. You know what I mean? You get to see what they do. I'll tell you this. Once again, going back to my point, everybody sticks together, right? Mm-hmm. Go into an Asian restaurant. Tell me how many people in there are Asian. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay. Yeah. Go to a Mexican restaurant. Count how many people in there are Mexican. It's it's all in the house, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But everyone does things and everyone supports one another. And I don't think those things make them racist at all. Yeah. They just support one another. Mm-hmm. We just need to start supporting each other. Yeah. The I same think- way all the other tribes, mm-hmm. you know, we need to support each other the same way all the other tribes. Yeah. And then every party has to really at the end of the day, I think cause we, we do live in a culture where is very individual driven. So, but now I think my even my most growth moment in the last five years, and I think I've always had it, but now I intentionally do it. Is just you can learn from anybody regardless of age. Mm-hmm. And there's certain people you got to be be real. Certain people are on a different level than you, so you humble yourself. Hey, nah, hey, that is an OG. But I think we live in a culture everybody want to be on the same level. Even if you talk about and I'm, and see and and that's 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 the one complaint I will have with young dudes, mm-hmm. young dudes. Young dudes can do something for two years yeah. and they really want to be on your level, but uh-huh. they don't understand. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be on our level. Mm-hmm. They should aspire to be on that level and past it. Mm-hmm. But they got to understand you ain't going to be on my level in two years mm-hmm. when I've been doing it for over a decade. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. People need to know. And I don't even want to say people need to wait their 
wait their turn. I, I don't I don't believe in that because I feel like if you work hard, you know what I'm saying? Your turn can be in year four, yeah. year three. You, you see what well, I'm saying? It typically comes in year three, year four. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it don't necessarily guide sometimes. You do one year, two year, but mm-hmm. you know the game. It don't, you don't yeah, really break yeah, through financially yeah, yeah. until yeah. you understand what the heck is going on. Right, right. Because I mean, I, I know some young dudes in the entertainment game now. Like when I say they doing their thing, they doing their thing. Like they're, I'll say in, in 15 years of doing this, I haven't seen. There's a couple of young dudes out there. Their work grind mm-hmm. is crazy. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't seen nothing like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there are some people that are just a- ahead of, of mm-hmm. their time, but for the other guys, it's like, you know, you really got to learn, mm-hmm. take your time and not try to skip steps because mm-hmm. in no business can you skip, can you skip steps? Mm-hmm. Let's take it. Let's take it here. Where's, what's the origin of the white and black party, man? Like that is a origin of white and black party. With the clientele we have, uh-huh. we wanted to build celebrations around holidays and the end of the semester. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But once again, we wanted everything to be simple. At the time, <laughs> what was more simple than a white and a black party? <laughs> There's, nothing, There's more. nothing more simple. It's easy. Um, I mean, it just has a ring to it. Just when you say the black party uh-huh. or the white party, it just has a ring to it. It's simple. You know what it is just by hearing it. It's not like one of these party names where you're intrigued, but you don't know what it is. Yeah, it's something you're, atmospheric. It sounds deep, but you're like, what is it? No, it's a white party. Right, white. right. And, and it was just <laughs> that simple. Um, and keep in mind, there was always a bunch of white parties and black yeah, parties. So as long as you, we've done them. The reason why ours stuck out is because we maintain the integrity of the event. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. Okay. When you came to our black party, it was very rare that you saw someone in there that wasn't wearing all black. Mm-hmm. And we, we made people wear slacks. A lot of black parties you go to, they got jeans on. Or I mean, I've seen black parties where people got hoodies on. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Our black party, this is something where you had to go to Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you had, I mean, you, you, you literally had to, make, had to, you had to make an outfit. Yeah, you no- had to make an outfit. I'm pretty sure you may have had pieces here and there, but you know, you bought a couple little accessories and you put it, you put it together. And we would find a good venue to do it at. Mm-hmm. So we'd find a good venue. We'd make sure we get like some real sleek or real cool tickets. And you just made people dress up mm-hmm. for it. And to me, that's what made it different. And it was just that simple. Same thing with the white party. I mean, once again, these things are happening. If you're not doing these things at the end of the semester, they're not going to pop the same. Yeah, yeah, of course. Everyone's in a real celebratory mood at the end of the semester. You mm-hmm. got some people graduating. You got some people, they just... It's December, man. They, they about to go home and see their family. Yeah. They don't got to look at no books for the next three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, it was super hard classes that they, they barely done skated through. Mm-hmm. So it's a celebration. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, and it, it worked, you know? Same thing, you know, with the white party. The white party, we would change it up here and there, mm-hmm. you know, between night events and day events. But once again, you know, and you know, the spring is always yes, a, bi- a bigger celebration than, than the fall. It's oh, yeah. It's, a, it's oh, yeah. summer dresses. It's yes, like, yeah, is it absolutely, different? Can absolutely. Just, yeah. Absolutely. So once again, those events, like I said, they were simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just the right thing. We would do it the right time of year. We would find the right venue and we would maintain 
the integrity, or at least try our best to. I'd say in our later years, <laughs> you know, you, you might see about 10 to 15 people, you know, kind of slide through with some, with some jeans on. But, you know, once again, those are sometimes those are people putting you in a hard spot. And, and you've uh, probably been, the party game is the hard spot of all hard spots because everybody want to get in. Everybody need to call. Everybody think the big meets and you get you a little see, but, but see, but see, this this is this is the problem. This this is the problem with doing events, right? Mm-hmm. And this is I'll say personally, this is where I have fallen off, right? Mm-hmm. It's like some of these people I've known them five, six, seven years. You come to the party, you're not dressed right. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's hard when you have so much history with someone mm-hmm. to turn them away in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's very, it's very hard to do because yeah. it's a legit smack in the face. Mm-hmm. However, when I was younger, it's like, it's like you're still building your brand. Mm-hmm. And I was really big on don't do it to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Later, I mean, you know, I, just, I, think, I think I just became a little more easier mm-hmm. when I'm older. I don't stress about things as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to say there's a lack of care. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I think um, I know for sure just with 2020 and this pandemic, yeah. it's really caused me to just look at things, internalize and really go back to the basics yeah. and the fine details. So I can already tell you now, when we go back to certain events, we're going to be on point yeah, yeah, with yeah. those things that put us where we are now. You know what I mean? But it's a fine line between because you got to think about it. When someone comes to your event and they're not dressed the right way, who's really being disrespectful? Is it me for turning them away? Is it, or is it them for showing up like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you see yeah. what I'm saying? And what they got to understand is when you let somebody in, right? So say if someone, they just, they did the most to find the outfit, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you, you drove all the way to Burlington to get yeah. this shirt. You drove to Charlotte <laughs> to get that tie. And then you get in that party and you see this dude dressed like that. It almost makes you feel unappreciated. Yeah. Like you're bothered. You're angry. Mm-hmm. Especially if you had a friend that wanted to come out but didn't come out because they didn't have the right thing. Mm-hmm. And it really makes you not trust the brand. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So once again, being a stickler on your dress code throughout the years to where people know what it is, it builds it. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, there's a power about turning people away. Mm. You see what I'm saying? When you turn people that's away. That's a business principle too. It's a power where you can walk away from the table. Mm-hmm. Numbers go up. Mm-hmm. Because when people show up to an event and they see people getting turned around, uh-huh. they respect your brand more. Mm-hmm. They come correct more. Their energy is even going to be even going to be better because mm-hmm. they truly appreciate being in there, surrounded, surrounded by the people they're surrounded by. Mm. We can't have an interview and not talk about homecoming, man. Like anti homecoming, top homecoming on earth, and y'all have been able to own that space. That's legit nationally. There's, I don't think there's a, a, a place where thousands of black folk come from all different shapes and just have fun in mm-hmm. a three to four day. Na- there's yeah. none nationally. Mm-hmm. And to be the company that has owned that space, I don't know how many decades, I mean, I don't know how many years running. How has that experience shaped your business and then shaped just the culture, man? Like, well, a couple things. And how did you get to own, how did, how did you, how did Next Level carve out that is is a whole is there space for that? Now, I'm not gonna say we own the space. Uh, I'm not gonna what say that. I, I am. I am. I am gonna say that I'm very appreciative of all the support we get. Yeah. For homecoming, 
it's it's an awesome feeling to know so many Aggies trust you with that experience mm -hmm. because homecoming is like Christmas for grown people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So multiple fact, days of Christmas. Multiple days of Christmas. You, you know don't know have I mean? no kids. So, this Christmas is your Christmas, not kids' Christmas. Well, it's, it's, well, it's, it's both. Uh -huh. You know, if the people aren't having a good time, they're not going to come back. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Um, so the fact that people choose us year in, year out, man, is, is awesome. But I also keep this in mind. There's a lot of Aggies that make that experience. You know what I'm saying? It's more than just what Next Level is doing. I mean, you guys. It's always the people. It's like right, the church. Right. It's not church. It's the community within it. Right, 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 right. So, there, so there's a lot of good people that come together to really make Jiho the experience it is. Of course, on a financial level, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty devastating. It's, it's pretty bad. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I'll I'll say that I'll say that openly, man. Like, you know, a lot of good things we're able to do with Next Level. A lot of good things we do that we don't even talk about. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because one thing Next Level is not into is you know doing good things and having to show people mm -hmm. you know what we're doing. But a lot of good things we do off the record uh, for people and for organizations is a, a bit in jeopardy. You know what I'm saying? Even down to how it affects our business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just the business we got uh, personally, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it it hurts everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And what can you do? Um, I've always chose to look at things through a positive lens. In any, in any negative situation you go through in life, there's always a positive. And it just depends on how you look at it. Mm -hmm. I look at it like, you know what? There's a lot going on this year. Mm -hmm. It ain't going to happen. But guess what? 2021 is going to be absolutely bananas. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be our responsibility with other people, with all, with all the powers that be that make homecoming what it is. It's everyone's responsibility to make sure 2021 is the most lit ever homecoming experience ever the world has ever seen the world has ever seen so that's that's how i choose yeah that's to, to look at it because it, it is a setback but we have setbacks in life uh -huh. through business through personal and now keep in mind this is a big setback but to me the bigger the setback the bigger the comeback gotta be mm -hmm. period, period point blank and that's how we choose to look at it, I mean, when things first got crazy, I want to say in May, mm -hmm. I think May, the beginning of May, we truly had thoughts like, you know what, we have to brace ourselves for the possibility of there being no homecoming. Mm -hmm. Half of our leadership team was, ain't no damn way we ain't gonna have no damn homecoming. Yeah. But we're like, nah, bro, they, you know, they, they canceling this, they canceling that. I mean, you had sports leagues yeah. not even playing anymore. We're like, um... I don't know where y'all get this confidence <laughs> from, but, you know, and then it was almost like a, at some point, the news, they were talking about like a, t a temperature thing, like, you know, the cases could, could go up when it gets colder outside. So, of yeah. course, you know, when homecoming, you know, it's always it's mid to late nippy. October, it's going to yeah. get nippy. So, in my mind, we always, we always hope for the best, but you got to prepare for the worst. Mm -hmm. You got to prepare. You know what I mean? You got to have those thoughts and you don't want certain thoughts to become, you know, to be manifested into yeah. to real, but you gotta, when you're running a business and you got business partners depending on you, you got family depending on you, you always gotta prepare for the what ifs. Mm -hmm. And I think, and we were prepared for the what ifs. So when the announcement was made, 
you know, it does hit different once the announcement yeah. once the announcement is made. But we were prepared. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, we've already looked into 2021. Already working on 2021. Mm. So in your 15 years of business, man, like what has been some of your 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 challenge most challenging moments that you've 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 learned the most about yourself? <sighs> challenging moments I've learned. I've learned uh, that I'm tougher than I thought, just mentally. Yeah. Because, um, you know, in business, there's a lot of curveballs. Mm-hmm. And the longer you're in business, the bigger you should get. Mm-hmm. And there's more pressure on you. Mm-hmm. And just in any business, you know, things, things go wrong mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, but one thing you can never do is... Uh, is you, you can never run around with your head cut off. Mm-hmm. You always got to stay focused and you got to remember that everyone has bad times. And in life sometimes, even in business, you got to choose the lesser of two evils. In business sometimes, it's going to be a bad situation either way. Yeah. But, but which one is, mm-hmm. you know, which one is just the, the, the lesser, the lesser of the two evils. And you just got to be prepared to, to make that decision. Um, you always got to be willing to grow. You got to be willing to accept that sometimes relationships expire. You know, just business relationships, yeah. you know, expire. You got to know when you've outgrown something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to know when you've. How do you know that, though? Just when something doesn't make sense. Yeah. When you really take a step yeah. back and just, yeah. does it? Yeah, just when something doesn't make sense. I mean, it's, it's just like relationships. I mean, you see people in relationships to where they know the relationship doesn't make sense, but they stay in it because they've been in it for a long time. Have you ever heard someone say that? Yeah. Well, I, I, we've been together for five or six years. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. But they know they're not getting anything out of it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I know that's just an example and I'm going on a tangent, but just in business, you know, that's why right now with Next Level, we don't do as many parties right now. Mm-hmm. We're more event focused. That's the direction that we're going to go into. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going more into, you know, wine festivals, yeah. you know, outdoor comedy shows. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the things that we were already working on for our splash mm-hmm. for 2020. Until COVID, yeah, you know, got here because I mean, we had a good summer. I mean, what we want to do is commemorate our 15 years, and we really want to go to just a new and exciting and a fresh format, you know, for the next couple of years. Because I mean, we got 15 years of brand equity, yeah, you know. So now it was really time to just you know go crazy and you know we got relationships at like some of these stadiums and yeah, you know, I mean, we were really about to. That's go nothing. all the way up. You know, we finally had like some some um, some sponsorship dollars behind us. Um, so there was a lot of good things we had in the pipeline. And there's even more that I can tell you off camera. Yeah. I just I don't want to put yeah. anything, you know, out there on camera. But, you know, the direction, our trajectory of where we were going to be in a year or two. Uh-huh was very exciting and, and very motivating. Because even, you know, myself and Newton, we want to keep Next Level fresh. We don't want to be bored with what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we still want to capture the energy and the attention from anyone that's 19 mm-hmm. and undergrad to 22, you just graduated, mm-hmm. to someone that's 27 
you know, and you graduated a couple of years ago, you just bought your new house to someone that's 39 and got two or three kids, you know, when Next Level does something for your, for your age bracket, we want you to be excited about what we're putting out. We want you to trust the brand and we want you to clear your schedule because mm-hmm. you know it's going to be a good time. You know you're going to reconnect mm-hmm. with people you went to school with. You know it's going to be an opportunity for you to meet someone new mm-hmm. that's like-minded, whether it's, you know, someone who you can do business with or just being out and being around good people. Because mm-hmm. no matter where we're at in life, we need that we need that relief. You know, we need events to go to where we can relax and, and decompress. So, you know, that's the mission. That's the goal. You know, that's that's what the focus is for the next couple of years. But now it's just trying to see how we can still do that. Yeah. With the impact of 2020, because it's 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 a it's a lot. It's a lot. But like you said, man, I think I know for a fact that once the door opens, Man, there's going to be a lot of people ready to go, mm-hmm. ready to go, ready to have experiences mm-hmm. because we're going to have a whole year of, for some, bad experiences. And, and, and you're right. With the way 2020 is, man, it's like to me, I, I would think people would truly, when the world opens up, I think people would truly, truly value a good experience now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking they would value being around their people Mm -hmm. they would value travel more you know what i'm saying i think they would want to just build more with their people yeah you see what i'm saying it's like oh my my friend owns this business let me rock let me rock with their business i I know i've been supporting this situation over here but you know this is my friend i've known this person for 10 15 yeah i know somebody because i think now people this year at least i would hope it has really brought to the forefront of just supporting your people, supporting people, you know, supporting small businesses and hopefully just the energy will be different 2021 when, when, the, when the world opens back up. I don't know if it'll ever yeah, but get back to normal, but, uh, that's what you, I mean, I think quite frankly for the college kids, I think it will because mm-hmm. they, they're younger. They just, mm-hmm. They just living. Mm-hmm. Shoot, if you had a party right now, I think it would be, your college kids would show like, but that's a different conversation, mm-hmm. man. When it's all said and done, man, how do you want to be remembered, man? I want to be remembered as someone that motivated people, uh, gave them gave them guidance. Uh, I try to pride myself on uh, just being a ball of just good energy. Showing people you can do what you want. I mean, I just, I look at my life and I share my life experiences mm-hmm. with my folks. I mean, people can truly do what they want to do. I mean, I do events and parties for a living. Mm-hmm. I've been married 10 years, happily. Mm-hmm. I got two kids. You know, we own a home, got rental property. I mean, we, we do all these things that... Mm-hmm. In society you're supposed to do mm-hmm. you know with i guess some people would say it's an unconventional career or, mm-hmm. or 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 job or you know unconventional company but you can do these things um i truly feel that i live the american dream man because you know i don't have to answer to anyone you know of course outside my business partners yeah, yeah. but you know if i need to take a week off to be with my family i can do that mm-hmm. um 
I can go to gym, work out when I want to. <laughs> you know, if my son has a tournament, a tennis tournament on a Wednesday, I can go. I don't got to ask nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just say those things because those are, that's just freedom. You know what I'm saying? And I think having freedom and doing something you love to do, mm-hmm. to me, that's like the American dream. That is. You know, and I don't take it for granted because, you know, I'm, I'm just... I have just such solid relationships with just a lot of my people that aren't necessarily happy in their situation. Mm-hmm. So when you hear other people's testimonies, you see what I'm saying? It, it really makes you more grateful um, that you chose your path and you stayed with it. Mm-hmm. And not to say my path is all peaches and cream either. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I share my triumphs and my, my you know, trials and tribulations with people. You know what I mean? Because there's always going to be you know, a rainy season yeah. in, in, in what to, you do. You know, There's always going to be a rainy season. Rain. So I've had my, ra- my rainy seasons as well. But, uh, but you know, we, we, stuck, we stuck with it and, and we're here. And, you know, I'm happy with uh, where I am and what my company's done. And, you know, I've also been happy with just the amount of young people I've been able to, to mentor and let them know, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. Because I can tell you, man, a lot of these young cats, man, that, that work for Next Level, I'm sitting there telling you, and I tell them this, and I mean it. They are smarter, they are smarter than what I was at the same age. Mm-hmm. Like, truly, because they're, they're doing way more. Mm-hmm. They got their hands in this. They got their hands in that. They're well-balanced. You know, their GPAs are crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and these aren't floppy majors they in. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like they're, they're, they're real yeah. technical. And I be telling them, I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> like, it could be like two or three. I'm like, yo, y'all have it way more together uh-huh. than what I was. Like, so that just lets them know, like, look, where I'm at, and I definitely feel like me and my company, we got a long ways to go. We are yeah. not where we want to be. We got a long ways to go. But I let them know, hey, Y'all can be, y'all can shoot further than where we at. But I let them know the importance of jumping on, jumping on things now and treating people right now. I think the biggest thing with these young cats, man, is being solid while you're in school. Mm. Treating people with respect. Cause six years from now, these people, you don't know who these people are gonna be. These people you in school with, you don't know who's gonna be. 20 years from now. You don't know who's gonna be what. But the way they look out for you is going to be based off how you treating them right now. Because that's what they're going to remember. It's almost like a bully that you don't like in high school, right? Mm-hmm. That, that bully might be a different person right now. Yeah. Might be the best. Could be a pastor. Uh-huh. But in your mind, yeah, 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 yeah. you know how that bully made you feel. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure when he walks this way, you're going to walk that way. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I just let them know the importance of just sowing those seeds with how you treat people. You know what I'm saying? And... Throughout my 15 years of Next Level, I've tried to treat people the best way I can treat them. And I'm hoping, you know, that right there is, is a glue to just the legacy. Mm. That's huge, man. So the last question of the show, man, I always, everybody that's on this, this podcast is a culture change agent. All these episodes, 100 plus, man. Mm. And um, the question we always ask is, if you could change one thing about society, uh, most specifically the African-American culture, what would it be and why? Oof. And, and everybody, That's tough, man. Yeah. I feel like there's so much. Yeah. Oof. 
there's one thing I could change about the African American culture, what would I change and why? That's the yep. question, right? And well, did you get you get a couple picks? Okay, I know, I know, always you always on it. It's always. I think um, I'm just going to answer this in sixty seconds. Yeah, no, do you think? Okay. Yeah, I would like my community to be more forward thinking, not not a. Uh, not thinking for the, the short term. I think as a people, if we think, if we thought about impact and legacy, mm-hmm. as a people, we can have our just do. Mm-hmm. So I think, that would, I think that would be my answer. As a people, we need to think impact. And when I say impact, just how we impact, the impact we leave on others. How do we make people feel? Do we motivate people? You know what I'm saying? Like, just with all these great people we've lost mm-hmm. this summer from, I mean, think about the impact of a John Lewis. You see what I'm saying? So much has happened this year. It's like, it's easy to forget that. I don't want to say it's easy to forget he's passed, but it's just, just so much has happened. But think about the impact. You know what I'm saying? He's done a lot for other people, for, for, for his people. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's impact. You think about someone like a, like a, a Kobe, that's legacy. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You think about Chad, he's, he has legacy and, and impact. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So for us, every day we need to think about what type of impact, what type of legacy are we leaving? Because once again, with all, with all our heroes, going to heaven so early, it really makes you think, okay, God forbid, if it's me, mm-hmm. how, how are cats, how are, how are my, how are my tributes going to be? Mm. You see what I'm saying? You know, did, did I, did I treat people the right way? Did I, did I motivate people? Did I lead my people in the right, the right direction. One thing I'll say is I don't take being around young people, for granted, I don't take that responsibility uh, lightly. You know what I'm saying? It's very important that these young people working for me mm-hmm. see that I'm a married dude with a family with responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And letting them know having a family is some cool shit. Yeah. Excuse me for for cursing. No, you good. But they need to know growing up, having things, maturing, being married, traveling with your wife coaching your kids' games, that's not corny. That's cool shit. Mm-hmm. That's part of legacy and impact. And I feel like a lot of brothers out here, they, they're not thinking legacy and impact. So I think I'd, yeah, nah, that's, think man, I'd, think that's, I'd leave on. Man, that's huge, man. So, uh, man, I'd like to, to thank you from the bottom of my heart and yeah. my Notre Trouble as a nation. Uh, for giving us well over all your time, man, and yeah. um, just walking down memory lane, but also too keeping a pulse on what's really going on in in, in life in yeah, general, man. man. Yeah, it's man. been a um, I'm honored. Hey, hey, I I appreciate you uh, just wanting to listen to me, man. You know, however I can help you, you know, let me know. I appreciate you. I like the energy. Uh, I love what what you're doing. Um, I see big things uh, ahead for you, man. So uh, however I can be a part of that or, you know. Yeah. 
you just let me know, brother. Of course, man. And where can people find more information out for the for people that don't know about Next Level, Next Level Travel, and everything that you're working on um, in the future, and currently and in the future? Okay, so there's there's three there's three uh, directions I can take people. Yep. We can take them to nextlevelent.com. That's N-X-L-E-B-E-L-E-N-T.com. Or you can go to Next Level Travel, N-X-L-E-B-E-L Travel. Dot com or you can go to Instagram and go to next level at N-X-L-E-B-E-L. So anything you need, we have uh, subscriptions that you guys can, uh, you know, y'all can subscribe there. You can get our emails and you can stay in the loop with what we're doing event-wise and travel-wise. Mm. So my know the trouble is a nation. All that information will be in the show notes. And as always, I need you to do two things and two things only. Number one, Leave a five-star review. If it's not five stars, don't leave it, all right? And number two, make sure you're changing the freaking culture. Good night.